All right, so how can people set up a more efficient starting point for going back to the gym if their goal is to kind of improve body composition in, in the longer term? Uh, okay, so realistically, what we've got like six weeks until the gym open now. So we can set you up for a more efficient starting point. Now, to do that, if the goal is to gain muscle, then ideally, you know, take building muscle takes time, right? Mm-hmm. So we want to have as much time as possible to be able to build muscle once we get back in the gym. Now, realistically, to be able to do that, you don't want to be starting from a too high uh, of a body fat position. So first of all, it's a little bit of a myth to say that you can't gain muscle when you do have too much body fat. It's not strictly true. But what it does mean is that, you know, if you're trying to gain muscle, which realistically to do that, you need to be in a high energy environment, aka a calorie surplus, that's going to come with some inevitable fat gain, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're starting from a too higher body fat position and you're inevitably getting some body fat, you're not really going to be able to gain muscle for very, very long. So let's say like you get back in the gym and you can gain muscle for like three months before realistically you need to do some sort of tidy up. You're not going to achieve that much in a three-month period from a muscle gain perspective. So in order not to waste time and to really promote a longer period of gaining muscle, right now the best thing you could probably do is to reduce your body fat levels. Um, So, you know, it doesn't have to be let's do a full-on cut, but just do some sort of tidy-up phase. Again, you've got six weeks. So that when you get back in the gym, like I say, you can just push for a little bit longer and a little bit harder. Um, yeah, I think I think that's a, a good starting point. And I think obviously also kind of worth mentioning that, of course, a, a pretty significant amount of fat loss can be achieved in this small space of time comparative yeah. to, to kind of how much muscle one could gain in this amount of time if your goal is just to continue gaining into gyms or obviously as you mentioned an actual efficient push-up phase when we're when we're back into the gyms uh obviously i think one of the reasons why people might be a little hesitant to pull something like this off is particularly in in a lockdown environment where loading is limited equipment in general is limited is a lot of people might be kind of scared to potentially sacrifice some muscle mass by pulling off some sort of fat loss phase now especially if it is a little more aggressive Uh, But I think along with that, people should probably also consider how easy it really is to to maintain muscle uh, in even in an environment like this, because I mean, in in the worst case scenario, you can can probably back me up on this because I've mentioned I I don't kind of like using studies without (laughs) without citing them. And I will I I will go go find the study after this. I can kind of link it below wherever wherever I put this up. Uh, but uh, I believe I'm correct in saying that even uh, a degree of aerobic activity can help in the maintenance of, of muscle mass if, if one is trying to, to diet down. And that's obviously looking at the worst possible case scenario. If we consider, yeah. if we consider kind of volume thresholds and everything, then a real fraction of what is needed to build muscle is needed to just maintain it. So I think, uh, mm. I think people certainly don't have to kind of stress too hard about potentially sacrificing muscle mass to to kind of see through a, a, a bit of a, an aggressive, aggressive or even just kind of a, a more steady fat loss phase for the time being. Absolutely. And there's some really important things to take away from there, like some really important aspects which you can then apply in real life. 
So, you know, first thing you said, you know, there's an aerobic side to it, this, and it, absolutely, you know, if you have a higher aerobic capacity, you have a better uh, capacity to recover. Um, and therefore, if you recover better, it's easier to maintain your muscle, maybe even grow some muscle. Um, now, obviously, that's going to be limited by, you know, the home training. But there is an important point that, well, first of all, you know, everyone can do some form of aerobic capacity. Everyone can go run outside, right? Um, but after that, there's the important point of actually, yes, aerobic capacity or aerobic work does help with muscle retention, maybe muscle gain, but actually there is the flip side. And if you do too much, you can actually see an increase in oxidative stress, which actually can be negative for muscle gain as well. So yes, do your cardio, but no, don't do too much. The second thing, or the second point to take away there is that you mentioned volume and maintaining muscle. I can't remember the exact stat, but it's something like you only need about 20% of your total volume to be able to maintain your muscle at home. So it's really not much at all. Again, that's very, very achievable for everyone. Um, and then the last thing, and again, this is really important to remember, is if you do lose a bit of muscle, fortunately, we have this wonderful thing called muscle memory. So it's just going to come straight back in the gym, literally first four weeks, maybe potentially. Mm -hmm you'll have all that muscle back that you lost in the first place. And then from there, you'll be getting very nicely anyway. So there is not really a worry in terms of muscle loss or um, anything like that. So bearing that in mind, that muscle loss isn't something you need to worry about. It should make you more confident to realize you can focus on fat loss for the next six weeks and then still create this more efficient start point when you get back in the gym. Um, so again, to sum up, you're not actually that likely to lose your muscle because it's very easy to keep with a bit of aerobic work and just about 20% of your total volume. Don't do too much aerobic work though. And if you do lose a little bit, it's going to come straight back anyway. So it is, it just makes sense based on all that to do a small tidy up phase now. So you can push for longer, uh, maybe a little bit harder when you get back into the gym. Yeah, no, I think I think that was a really kind of good broad view and kind of assessing all the points and, and weighing it up. And I think that's, that's something that people, you know, maybe at, at first glance kind of think about, but then kind of not thinking kind of too in depth on, on each of those don't actually, you know, weigh things up as accurately and, and do kind of just consider, oh, well, you know, calorie deficit. Yeah, it might be it might create a better starting point for the gym, but I might lose muscle. And yeah, mm. but when you kind of start to consider all those points, uh, for a lot of people, that, that may be kind of the, the the smartest way to go about the, the yeah. current situation. Uh, but that means, like, I don't know, carry uh, on. I'll let you, go. I'll let you carry on. I'll let, okay. okay. Well, well I was uh, going to say. <laughs> go on, go on. It's, it's for you. It's for you. You kept talking. Oh, okay. You keep talking. Um, yeah, well, the, the one thing I was going to mention is obviously something which we've kind of planned to discuss after this is obviously efficient starting points for fat loss. So obviously it is worth kind of noting that for some people, uh, it may actually not be the smartest decision to kind of embark on, on a fat loss phase if you are not properly primed for it. So consider yeah. your own kind of circumstances at the moment and kind of what position you are in in terms of kind of your food intake and everything already and if that is kind of the smartest approach for you. But if you are in a position where you kind of have still kind of remained kind of active and still kind of training a bit through lockdown and stuff and you are in a, a decent position, you know, to not do much damage to yourself by, you know, losing fat, then this can hopefully look at kind of the longer term 
of going back to the gym and being in a good position to, to yeah. gain muscle. And like, uh, actually what you just said kind of helps what I was going to say anyway, because what I was really going to say is that if you think, you know, if again, losing a little bit of muscle uh, or whatever, isn't worth it going back to the gym. Well, you can view it as like, okay, you might lose a little bit of time in terms of being able to gain muscle because you've lost a bit and you have to gain that back. But it's not about the time that you might lose. It's about the time that you're going to gain from doing all this stuff in the first place. And that time you gain far, far outweighs that time you might lose. And that's so important to remember. And then even referring to your point there of like, are you in an efficient starting point for a fat loss phase? But even if you're not, that time you've got to lose to get into that efficient start point, it's just going to add yeah, that yeah. much more time, valuable time. And then, you know, not just, you don't just gain time, but you gain efficiency of the process as well, which saves time. So overall, you, you make this massive gain. So it just makes sense. To, again, it just makes sense to do these things, which might set, might feel like they're setting you back a little bit, but in the long run, really set you up to have a much more efficient and better process. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I think kind of one last thing which I want to sort of touch on is going back to uh, the stat that you mentioned on the 20% volume uh, to kind of be able to, to maintain your gains. Uh, I, think, I think that's a really good one to touch on. I, I think 20% was a number that, one, that one rings a bell in my head. Um, I think what's really worth kind of noting about that is if we consider how low we can kind of take effective volume and still reap benefits for hypertrophy and still facilitate some muscle gain, then consider how low in terms of effective volume we can really kind of push things if we're not even really trying to grow. And in the worst case scenario, we're just kind of looking to maintain. That is really, yeah. from, from kind of a total workload point of view, that is really a small amount that you need to just maintain your muscle mass. So that I think there yeah. really is like pretty much no risk of, of losing significant amounts of muscle during this time no. period. And again, that brings up another really valuable point is that if we look, so this is another conversation we're going to have, but if we look at like, say, you know, your current home training to get that effective volume, a big part of that comes from effective quality of reps. Right. So again, it's a really good, we're in a really good spot now in terms of home training to improve our quality of reps. Um, because again, that's just going to improve that, you know, the actual uh, volume that you need, like good quality volume that you need. But what that also is going to translate to is when you get back in the gym, again, if you have more effective reps now, then when you get in the gym and you can load, you know, actually put some weight in the bar, you're still going to have these effective reps or these effective movement patterns ingrained. And therefore, again, the quality of your sets, the quality of your sessions are just going to go up. And that just means more muscle gain. So, uh, you know, it's just this time you have now, you could be used so well and so effectively to better set you up for the gym. And it, it really doesn't even take that much effort again. You know, put a good focus on form. If you need to lose a little bit of body fat and you've got six weeks to do that. Very mm -hmm. achievable very easy, nothing too hard. It's something that, you know, the majority of people can do and it just makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely makes things much more efficient in the long term, And that's obviously something that we kind of continuously preach thinking kind of the, the long term. So yeah, yeah I think that Absolutely. covers that. I think that covers that nicely.